0: always wins play long enough you never change the stakes the house takes you unless when that perfect hand comes along you bet big and then you take the house I've been practicing this a little bit did I rush it felt like I was good I liked it
1: What's up, everybody, welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. What up? With us on the ones and twos, Joseph Ascani.
2: Merry Christmas.
1: Bowl season rolls on, and we're doing NFL Week 17. This is episode 177. Hit subscribe, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, everywhere. Helps us out, takes you two seconds, but it's a big deal for us. Uh, Christmas was yesterday. How was your holiday season? Ah, it was good. You hate Christmas, huh? Yeah. <laughs> How was your holiday season? Good. Cheers. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good. We uh families in town. Um, it was pretty good in terms of I made a lot of money this week. So I was pleased to see that. Um a bounce back week from a tough start to bowl season. Uh we bounced right back the complete opposite way in the second week. So um presents. What was your favorite present? I didn't really get much presents. Damn. I got
0: a uh some pajama pants. It's my favorite. Well, this is
1: uncomfortable then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> are they? Are they like? Are they cashmere? Uh I don't know. Old Navy. Be honest,
0: I couldn't tell you. Okay. They have bear a uh, little bears on them. Yeah. So bet the bears this week, <laughs> huh?
1: <laughs> what about you, Joseph? You got a present? Yeah, I got some cologne. There you go. Yeah. Was it a, uh, uh, so, sauvage? What are those commercials? Uh, Dior, man, that stuff smells good. I <laughs> wish it was. Shout out, uh, Lindsey's dad gave me a signed bat. Reggie Jackson signatures on that bat. What, Mr. October? It's right there, among other signatures. Come on. Catfish hunters on it. It's the Yankee tradition. It's pretty sick. That is actually sick. That's Mr. October. Um, yeah, I always like Christmas. Christmas is always a good time of the year. I feel like you don't really dislike, you don't hate Christmas.
0: It's uh...
1: oh, okay. <laughs> You want us to give give you the floor? No. What are you, the grinch? I just hate it. Why? It sucks.
0: What about it? I hate having to go places and
1: You know, like the decorations, putting the tree no, up.
0: Like Christmas Eve, I have to go to a party. I'm trying to watch the the, the game, you know? <laughs> Dolphins Cowboys coming down to the fucking wire. I'm on my phone the whole
1: party. I had the under. Leave me alone. Um Yeah, it's it's the holiday season. Yeah. What are you doing? Sucks. No. Christmas is for rich folks.
0: Nah. If you're poor, you hate Christmas.
1: I'm poor. <laughs> so take his bets. Um, let's talk fantasy football. You're out. <laughs> nice try.
2: <Yeah. laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it into the playoffs for once. So yeah. Yeah,
0: honestly, going before this week, going in, I would have rather played him or Alec. And of course, the two top scoring teams fucking barely get over a hundred
1: yeah, points. You barely won. Yeah, for real. But so you won your other league. I would have beat you. Yeah, you won your other league. I'd have beat him. Yeah. See, I told, okay, right. I've been saying that well, he, he has did. a problem nope. on his hands. Got he has problem. a tremendous problem on his hands. It took a miracle for him to squeak in.
2: You have a huge problem.
1: A, a really bad offensive problem, and starting with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. So falling uh, apart. And I've been—I called it many moons ago, and y'all tried to tell me that I was hating on Mahomes. You tried to say that I was crazy, that the Chiefs are going to get it going. They were saying this last year. Are you ready now to admit to everybody that the Chiefs are having a problem on offense? They got one more week to get it going.
0: <laughs> and they're playing the fucking Bengals.
1: So you won one league, and you're in the championship in our league. You feel good? I don't feel bad. Well, you're playing with house money at this point.
0: Yeah. Um, I got eliminated out of the sleeper league by Reed. That killed me. That killed me.
1: I'm tanking in that league. But, um, um,
0: yeah, I had a lot of players barely get any points.
1: Yeah, so for we talked about it before the season started. Uh, for those that don't know, we do a last-place punishment in our league. This year, the last-place punishment is you're going to be dressed up how we choose, and you're going to film a music video of our choosing. Justin would have been in the playoffs and possibly advanced – If he would have just not started Aaron Jones, who didn't play, he lost on points. Same record, lost on points by one and a half points. He had Zeke Elliott on his bench score 13 points. So he would have won the game if he just started Zeke, and then he loses on points scored by one and a half. Well, Justin then lost to Bam. Then he lost to Josh, who is dead last in our league, with by far and away the worst team in the league. He finished dead last last year. Justin went from should have been in the playoffs if he just started his full lineup to now he's in the toilet bowl and potentially going to come in dead last and have to do the punishment. He texted me. So I told him I'd run it by you um, asking if he could do a different punishment. And my answer is no, but he wants to do the 300 bowling challenge or whatever. Every beer you drink, it's five pins off your score and every hot dog you eat, it's 10 pins off your score. So if you drink what, um four beers take 20 off all you need now is a 280 three hot dogs you need a bowl of 250 and so the more beer you drink the less your score gets however many games it takes you to get to that needed score that's what he wants to do you
0: don't just play one game
1: no it's you're there for you might take your 50 games
0: yeah we can let him play one game and then whatever he needs he has to do in beer and
1: hot dogs Oh, so meaning he's got to make up the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Bulls a fucking 80. Uh, yeah, no. Th- he's going to have to, if he loses, I told him he probably won't lose. But if he does, he's going to have to uh, abide by the contract that he signed before the season started. But I thought that was interesting. He absolutely completely blew it. So start your fucking lineups if you're playing fantasy. Um, Saints suck again. Everybody got tricked. They pulled the wool over your eyes with the, the New York Giants with Tommy DeVito. And then we came crashing back to earth when we played the Rams. Yes, we did all hit Puka Nakua first touchdown, um, 8-1. But, I mean, who's keeping track? But the Saints stink. They got everybody for a week. They're like, hold on. Hold a fucking – hold up a second. Maybe we're not that bad. We go in and we beat the Rams. We're back in the playoff pick. We suck. Dennis Allen's got to go. Derek Carr did a a lot of thanking Jesus this Christmas. I promise you that. He wasn't in the gym He wasn't in the gym getting reps, getting ready for this really important game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, guaranteed. Derek Carr was at church. Fucking Baker Mayfield was putting in the work. So, a lot of people started telling me I was stupid. Derek Carr doesn't stink. Uh, Yeah, Derek Carr stinks. Dennis Allen needs to go. Probably won't, but he should. Um, That's pretty much all I got in terms of a recap. I don't really have anything else. Yeah. I don't know what else is really going on at this current point in time. So we'll get into a recap of last week. Um it started with remember some some games will roll over into the following episode, but it started with the Boca Raton Bowl, South Florida and Syracuse. We were all on South Florida plus three. Plus three point underdogs. Said Byron Brown would be the best player on the field. Led the team in passing and rushing at three passing touchdowns, South Florida 145 to nothing. Called an easy day at the office. Syracuse stinks. Uh, they, The tight end that I said, who the hell is that? Why does he pass it so much? He was the best passing threat they had all night. And that was non-existent. So easy winner there to get it started. Georgia Tech plus four and a half. Man, oh man. So we were, uh, we were a house divided in this one. I was on Georgia Tech. Nick was on UCF. Joseph was on the over. Georgia Tech went down 14 nothing. Yeah, And then UCF scored three points after that. Like
0: the story of this bowl season. Did I get-
1: thought Georgia Tech was going to get beat by 100. <laughs> Y'all were both going to be in the money, laughing it up, having a fucking great time. Wrong. I was having a great time. Georgia Tech wins 30-7. to uh, They cover the 4.5. Then we go to my lock of the week, which my locks have been absolutely horrific. Do not listen to my locks of the week. Don't do it. I'm just throwing darts. I'm throwing shit at the wall and hoping it sticks. Troy minus 7.5. There was supposed to be – this is the blessing and the curse of bowl season. There was supposed to be a lot of players for Duke that I read were not going to play. Number one in sacks. Peebles, number two in sacks. The fucking – both running backs. Both running backs. They both played. Um, The receiver, everybody that was supposed to be out, they all played except Riley Leonard, and then the coach wasn't there. Didn't matter. 17-10, to Duke wins outright as a uh, a seven-and-a-half-point underdog. Northern Illinois, plus three, they win the game outright. Um, Then we went on a, a tough stretch. So we started out three and one went on a tough stretch after that JMU minus one and a half in the under 41 and a half, a double loser. Um, The the speculation was would James Madison have all their players play? They did. Didn't matter. Air Force dropped 31 Georgia state and Utah state. Wish I would have just took Georgia state because Utah state got killed 45 to 22, uh, then we went so started off good middle stretch of games was tough and then we went on a run after that south alabama minus 16 and a half i said i didn't really know how eastern michigan would find the end zone they only did once and it was very end of the game south alabama absolutely trounced them to the tune of 59 to 10 um then we had the utah northwestern under 41 and a half 21 points were scored in the game so only thing that was potentially going to give us some trouble was if it went to overtime. It did not. So nothing to worry about there. Then we got a oh, – I'm sorry. We started this week, so I, it was at the end on my board. But UTSA minus 12.5 is actually what got our week started, and it was looking like – it was kind of the old reversal of the Old Dominion game that made me have a uh, a stroke because Old Dominion, that that they were playing um, – if I can find it. <coughs> Western Kentucky was supposed to have all their players out. And then they put in the quarterback that was supposed to be in the portal. Western Kentucky comes back from an incredible 28 point deficit and to rip our hearts out. Well, then we turn right around the very next day. UTSA Frank Harris is a late scratch. It's looking like it's it's, it's the same thing, just reversed, looking like we're gonna get screwed. They're 12 and a half point favorites. It dropped all the way down to like six and a half, six and a half, seven. UTSA wins thirty-five to seventeen. So uh that felt good. We needed that. And then so last one. Of the weekend was Coastal Carolina, San Jose, under 53 and a half. This one was never really close to going over. There was 24 points scored in the fourth quarter, and it was still 38 points scored in the game. So all the scoring came at the end. Going into the fourth quarter, you only had 14 points scored. Um, And then today we had – so we had three games that were rolling over to supposed to be to this episode that were given out on last week's episode – uh, but we'll give the Minnesota play minus three and a half because that one's already in the books. We have one currently in play. The Rice-Texas State game is in play. And then tonight is Kansas, <laughs> which we gave you our play for that game on episode 176. But Minnesota's already in the books, so we'll put that onto this week's uh, this last week's record. So a winner there. Eight and five on the week is what I'm trying to get at. 72-69-5. Um, six and 12 in my locks of the week. Don't listen to me when I give out a lock. Just guessing at this point. Um, and then you had 11 plays. We were on largely the same couple differentials. Um, you went seven and four. Yep. Quality week. Mm-hmm. And you hit
0: my lock with James Madison. Big mm-hmm. surprise.
1: Yeah. So that sucks. Not neither one of us hit the locks. Did you hit your lock? No. All right. It
2: just now happened.
1: Oh, that's right. <laughs> So triple losers on the locks, so we apologize we've got to be better, we will be better. I won't, they will hopefully. Um, seven and four on the week for you, you go 52, 50 and three, eight and 10 in your locks of the week. Joseph, what was your overall record?
2: I uh, went five and seven and that brings me to 43 and 37 mm-hmm. and seven and 11 in my locks. Okay So that just means the top spot is
1: open for the taking. Typically, you're leading the way in college, and if we ended today, to the surprise of many i would be leading the way if joseph wasn't here uh what what you, okay we're not let's not talk about locks. we're talking no, overall but winning percentage
0: i probably we're not yeah. talking about juice either All right, I, we're I'm just probably, going
1: straight up straight up no. records straight up records
0: <laughs> yeah but winning percentage i would be above you how so because you're only one game in front of me but you have a lot more plays what would your percentage be
1: what does that matter? What do you mean? That's that's what you go off of winning percentage. No, I know, but I'm three games above 500. You're two games above 500.
0: Yeah, but you have like 40 more plays than me.
1: I know, but would that dilute the percentage? Yeah. By how much?
2: So mine's better than both of y'all's. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Joseph would have to really
2: fall off. He would have to go. Well, G- give me my give me my percentage. Happened. Give
1: me my percentage, and then give me your percentage because I need I need to know it. I didn't think it would. How much is it dropping off? Wait up!
2: It's not going to be huge, but it's a little difference, I would imagine. Wait up! Uh, yeah, just so everybody knows, All right, we so have you're at
1: fifty one. Okay, exactly. You need what fifty two five? Yeah, that's the number we want to get to with oh. the juice that makes a profit. Oh, okay. Come on! I'm at fifty one, and you're at what? Don't don't 51. start fifty one. What am I? at? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It, it, it doesn't drop it off that much. Forty three. You looked at it and you were like, "Son of a bitch!" Don't start typing in things. Huh?
2: <laughs> no. <not right. laughs> cool. Good All right, I'll
1: get you. What did you? What, what did you yours? think?
2: Wait, what did you? How you, much of a drop off so did upset. you think it would be? What is yours? Forty three and thirty seven. <laughs> 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 oh man. Probably not that much more.
1: It's probably like 53. 43 and 37. 43 and 37. He's probably like 56? 30. 53. Not even close. 0. 0.75. Oh! So 50, 54. Um, yeah, all that means is we got to do better, and we will. And we're going to have 21 opportunities minimum this week. 21 bowl games we are about to give you start to finish starting Right now, with the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com, Virginia Tech, Tulane. Virginia Tech is 10.5 point favorites, 43.5 give or take on the over-under. Has anybody seen a 10? Uh, Um, I haven't, I haven't looked either. Okay, I'll go first. I'm going to take Virginia Tech. As am I. I... You got no Michael Pratt. The backup Kai Horton's in the portal. He shouldn't play, but we've seen that that doesn't mean a fucking thing with uh, Connor Veltkamp. Uh, You're looking at potentially starting quarterback, backup quarterback, Kai Horton. You're looking at contributors on the offensive defensive line, the top two wide receivers, Um, a couple secondary pieces, a lot of pieces out for Tulane, not that many out for Virginia tech. I like Kyron drones, the quarterback. If you listen to us this full season, there was a stretch throughout the middle of the year where I was kind of talking about him a little bit. We made some money with him, I think against the Syracuse game when they blew him out of the water. So he is able to do with his feet. his he makes a little couple questionable decisions, but they haven't really resulted in interceptions yet. He's got 15 touchdowns, three interceptions. Got to get the completion percentage up. Let's establish the run. His dual-threat ability can help us. He doesn't run it a ton, but he is capable of doing it. Um, I just don't really know how Tulane finds themselves in the end zone here. So, all that often. So, I'm going to take Virginia Tech minus
2: 10.5. That's where I'm at as well. Okay.
1: Yeah, Tulane could be
0: without up to 11 starters here, so... Yeah, I'm going Virginia Tech as well.
1: Yeah, it's just a lot. The coach is secured to come back for Virginia Tech next year. Um, they have some promise, I guess. They definitely didn't live up to expectations this year, but I mean, they started, they, they went to drones midseason. So I'm sure they feel good about that if he can put together a good game.
2: Do you think the coaching makes a difference in this one? Having no Willie Fritz? No Willie Fritz, and he's taken his coaching staff with him to Houston, but they'll be coaching in this bowl game.
1: Willie Fritz is coaching. No, his staff. Okay, that he's taking with him. No, I don't think coach. it makes a huge difference. I don't either. That's in terms the way of that, what are your thoughts? Um, no, makes some difference, I guess. I it, mean, does, it, doesn't, it doesn't. The players not playing makes a That's, That's the exactly. biggest thing, yeah. yeah. And obviously, him not being there doesn't help them. But if the coordinators are there and they're going to coach, they they'll be able to fucking get the shit together for a game. Um,
2: uh, Armstrong was at Virginia Tech last year.
1: Armstrong was at Virginia. Virginia, okay. All right, never mind. So, we have a consensus on the first bowl game. Uh, We look to the Dukes-Mayo Bowl, North Carolina-West Virginia. This one's my lock. Mm. Okay. Means nothing. Means absolutely nothing. Look, I swear to God, if they're on something different and it's my lock, don't take it. Don't take it. We're 6-12 in the locks. What can you do? What can you do? I'm fucking trying my best. I'm trying my best. You think I want to lose all these locks? I don't. So... But yeah, it's my lot.
0: Yeah, UNC UNC's gonna be without a lot of their key players. Drake May obviously's not gonna play because he's one of the top prospects. Tez Walker's not gonna play. They're without other starting players as well. So I'm gonna take West Virginia. You're going to minus West six and a half.
2: Okay. I'm I'm leaning the same way. Okay. I take West Virginia as well. Okay. I just think their defense just has to um uh, I haven't seen I've seen that Hampton's playing, correct? Running back for North Carolina, I believe so. Yeah, uh, I think they'll just West Virginia's going to just hone in on him and, uh, you know, put most of the pressure in this game on on this backup uh, Connor Harrell. West Virginia's not bad in the trenches; they have a really good offensive line,
1: and then they can get after it on the defensive side too. So
2: and Green's mobile, as
1: yeah, well, yeah.
2: So. And North Carolina's defense, nothing to write home about
1: either. So no, they got they got a little exposed down the stretch because oh yeah, I think. They gave up a lot of points the last couple games. Um, all right, like I said, that is my lock, so we'll come back to it. Done mean a Dunmina thing. The DirecTV Holiday Bowl, Louisville and USC. Louisville is seven-point favorites. This was seven-and-a-half earlier. came down a little bit. 58-and-a-half, um, the total sits. What are we feeling? Does anybody feel good about it? Potentially some rain in the forecast, maybe?
2: Oh. Um, well, that makes me feel a little bit better. Why are you going under? Yeah, I'm on the under 58.5. Okay.
1: Obviously, USC is going to be out without a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have specifics?
0: Um, Caleb Williams. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rice. Mario Williams, the other receiver. Um, is the running back Marshawn Lloyd? Yeah. What about Branch? Um, I don't have his name written down.
2: I didn't see anything. Zachariah Branch or whatever. Um, but Louisville's missing a couple of people too. Mm hmm. Starting running back. Obviously, their they're best player, Jawar Jordan. And then they're. Yeah, so he's RC. going to the draft, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm leaning USC.
0: Yeah, I'm taking USC because okay. I hate Louisville.
1: I think Jawar Jordan's really fucking good. And I think he makes life a lot easier for Plummer, who I saw, it looks like Plummer's going to play. But a lot of their shit's predicated on like, oh, fuck, Plummer's going to either throw it away or he's going to check it down to Jawar Jordan and he can make a lot of shit happen. What about Thrash? Is he playing? No. Nope.
0: Oh, dude. Give me USC. Yeah, they're right out there top leading rusher, top receiver, and their second leading
1: tackler. Okay, okay. Uh, if you've listened I'll to us the in years, USC yeah, plus yeah. seven. If you've listened to us in years, past, you know that I have said how much of a shitbag Plummer is, and I've faded him multiple times this year, and they've burned me before. We got him back towards the stretch, but Plummer is not good. Plummer was surrounded by some fucking serious weapons this year, the best weapons he's had in his entire collegiate career. Those weapons are apparently not gonna be on the field. Plummer is not going to come out and light this up. I understand what USC has on the defensive side of the ball. I'll take USC getting a touchdown. Consensus?
2: Yeah. Sounds I'll, like? I'll add that. Yeah. What were you? Oh, wait, you're on, on the, the US. No, yeah, you don't have to. No, I like it. Seven, you said?
1: Yeah. All right. <clears throat> yeah, it was seven and a half, so it came down a little bit. Okay. Um came came down to a key number. The Tax Act, Texas Bowl, Texas AM. Emphasis on Texas. A&M. First uh, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is – I saw this at one today, give or take. Probably looks like you can see there's some twos. I'm sure you can get some in between. Uh, over under 54-and-a-half.
2: Is Holly Gordon playing? Oh, I doubt it. I don't know. I doubt it. Well, he there's just came out with Oh, it. he's a sophomore. I'm he think, just why came, came out, out with that video announcing he's going to return next year. Yeah. But I cannot find anything on if he's playing or not. I am going to
1: take Oklahoma State no matter what. I think. I'm going to lay the points with Oklahoma State. A&M lost a lot. Yeah, I'm going to take the over because of that reason as well. They lost a lot on defense. Yeah, a lot of people hit the portal. We got the safety. I know uh, uh, it was kind of like a fire sale on A&M once Jimbo left. Yeah. Um. I'll, I'll roll with Gundy. I'm going to lay the points. What are your thoughts? Yeah,
0: I'm taking Oklahoma State.
1: Okay. All righty. This is really – I mean, dude, bowl season is about – getting really lucky, and fucking trying to figure out who's not playing and who loses the most production, how much of a downgrade it is to the backups. So
2: Yeah, I'm seeing A&M's going to be without three three of their starters in the secondary and three of their starters on the defensive line. Mm. So I can definitely see Oklahoma State, even without Ollie Gordon putting up points, but if he plays even better.
1: Yeah, Oklahoma State, uh, only two-point favorites. It's like... Which I got one. What do you do? What do you have? Two. What's the best number we can get? Two. Is it? Well, then we'll go two. Motherfucker. I'm,
2: what? No, I was just saying. I, as far as total, I got fifty-two and a half. Yeah, that looks. You're on the
1: over or the under? Over. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Let's keep it moving. Again, bear with us. Twenty-one games. Um. This is going to be a listen, and then next day maybe pop back in, listen, see who we're taking. But um, we're going to fucking – I'm feeling better about these games than I was this morning, and I have no reason to feel better. But I just do. So the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, SMU Boston College. SMU is 10-point favorites over under sits at 47.5. I do not have a play on this one yet. Okay. So do you have
2: who's in, who's out? Um, Or do you? I don't have anybody notable. All I see is Preston Stone.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he was out when they played Tulane. Jennings came in, and he yes. played well.
0: Mm-hmm. I have written down here, Boston College is a little banged up at cornerback.
1: Yeah. So the biggest thing, obviously, with SMU is the defense. I see potentially some weather in the forecast. Um, It's not supposed to be a ton. I think it's like 50% chance, kind of scattered showers throughout. Does anybody feel good?
0: <laughs> I'm gonna take Boston College plus the points. Okay. I mm.
1: could be swayed. Does it, I, I don't put, like I said, I don't have a play on it. Are we I, putting any
2: stock to that they're in Boston? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I literally have question marks. Right Nobody's to gonna ask. be at this fucking
1: game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um maybe a couple fucking Red Sox fans that are like, shit, I thought the fucking I thought <laughs> the Sox were playing today. Um and they're probably just giving the tickets out so they'll just stick around, but they won't make a lot of noise. Obviously SMU's some used defense. You think Boston College can be able to put points on the board or are you fading uh, Jennings a little bit? Because he did not look bad against Tulane.
0: No, he didn't. Um I just feel like it's a little bit too many points. Do you think we should trust you? I don't know. I wouldn't trust me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh crap. This is a fucking like I just roll in the dice, take the uh Team that's not expected to really hang in there. That's what I do with
1: Eastern. So you would uh, you would assume that they're probably going to have some success defensively.
0: Yeah, I think they put up a fight here.
1: I'll go under forty-eight. Ugh, damn it! Under forty-eight with some hope.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I'll stick with SMU, I guess. Hmm. Minus ten and a half. You're not going to ride with them. I mean, I have can't find a reason to take BCU here. (laughs) that's the even in their hometown with four question marks to ask you guys and see if you care smu better on both sides of the ball even without preston stone they should dominate this one that's all i have written i do
1: remember the fenway bowl that the grass kind of gets a little funky too yeah down there because they've done this what once before or has it been a couple times now um i think a couple times it's grass obviously that if there is a little bit of weather in the forecast that can make things a little bit difficult, difficult, I'm I'm going under forty-eight. What are you seeing? A lot of rain? Not a ton. Like I said, it was like fifty percent chance for like around starting at like eleven or so. It could, it might be the fucking perfect day ever. Nobody fucking knows the weather these days. What's the total? Forty-eight, and I'm going under. Let's see.
2: All right, we scratch it. Will... Scratch it. I'm on the under. Okay. How do you feel about that?
0: I don't care.
1: All right, we look ahead to the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. We're, we're in uh, Fenway. Now we're going to fucking Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. Um, Rutgers in Miami. Rutgers one-and-a-half point favorites, give or take, over under 40-and-a-half. I'll tell you right now, I'm going to take the under. As am I. Under 40-and-a-half. Same thing, a little bit of rain in the forecast potentially. Um... Rutgers is obviously known for slow pace, good defense. They want to run the ball. The quarterback every now and then will make a good play. He's – and and is kind of a dual threat, and he'll impress you here and there, and then he'll make some fucking questionable decisions. But Van Dyke is out. The backup got hurt, right? That's why Van Dyke came back, the dude they were rolling with. Yeah. He's not coming back, right? No. And then Van Dyke is out. Miami's defense was not that bad this year, I didn't think. So I'm going to go under 40 and a half. Hoping for low low points.
0: I'm taking Rutgers. Rutgers minus one Miami is going to be without nine to ten starters, so not betting on Miami here. Okay.
2: Um. What about you, Joseph? I'm on the under as well. Okay. Like you said, two top 30 defenses. Um, both teams will have to run the ball. Rutgers has had more of their success on the ground this year, but it could be a tough task against a stout top ten run defense in Miami. And without Van Dyke, I think they'll have to lean on the run as well. It could be a slow game here. Okay, and now we
1: start getting into a little bit um, more competitive bowl games here down the stretch. The Pop-Tarts Bowl, shout-out Pop-Tarts, NC State, Kansas State. Kansas State, two-and-a-half point favorites, over-under sits at 47 and a half, give or take. Um, who feels good?
0: Um, I don't know. I, I got a good play. Go. I'm going to take Kansas State, minus two-and-a-half. I, I I like um the freshman Avery Johnson at quarterback. He he came in one game and uh, helped him win a game. I'm pretty sure. And then Will Howard returned to the starting quarterback. So I mean, Will Howard being in the transfer portal doesn't make too big of a difference for me. I I think that this guy Avery Johnson is going to show
1: show here. Okay, I'm on NC State. I am too. Um. I'm also on the under. I'm on the under 48. NC State's going for 10 wins. Doesn't really mean much. The defense is down from what we were used to, but it's still a good defense. Armstrong. Mm, I don't feel strongly about this one, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go NC State plus two and a half, and I'm gonna go under 48. You feel good about this? Yeah. Fuck. Like how good?
0: Like I think Avery Johnson's better than Will Howard. Okay. But that's just me. There's a reason Will Howard's out of here. Yeah. I guess that is true. Where's he going? Because
1: Avery Johnson's
0: the future. Um where? shit. He committed somewhere, I forget. Not
1: Oregon, huh? No, I don't Gabriel. So. Dylan Gabriel went to Oregon. But then so
2: did the dude from UCLA. Um I'm on NC State as well, but to your point, there was one game that Avery Johnson played in this year where he had 16 carries and five rushing touchdowns.
0: Yeah, he came in and helped. They were losing and he yeah. helped them bring them back and win. I thought Avery Johnson was going to start the rest of the year.
2: Yeah. He hasn't started. That was kind of the only reason I'm taking NC State here. Like if he had like starting experience against a good team, uh where he came in and was prepared, I'd probably take them here. But out of respect, I'll scratch NC State.
1: I'm going to just go under. Cuz I don't feel good about it and i haven't seen this kid play i know you're more of a wide receiver scouter but but I'll <laughs> what take, are you talking about i'll take your uh, where the
0: hell is he I'll, who pick it <laughs> where's fucking where's uh He's fucking getting his
1: head right. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot his fucking name. What's his name? Matt Corral. <laughs> Matt Corral. Come Every week on, we got
0: uh Google any news on Matt Corral. I'm fine. Nothing news since he <laughs> fucking disappeared. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: fucking selling used cars. Um yeah, I'll just go under under 48. The Valero Alamo Bowl, number 14 ranked Arizona, taking on number 12 ranked Oklahoma. I'll go first. Dylan Gabriel's gone. Oc Jeff Lebby's gone. Arizona's going for ten wins. I'm gonna take Oklahoma. I'm interested to see if you fade them here because I know you hate Oklahoma. No, I'm taking Oklahoma. Venables oh. is trying to get OU back to prominence. You can't lose this t- game to Arizona. I understand even without the players and this and that, you'll have a, an excuse. I don't think it would be a good look for Oklahoma. I think they still are going to have the superior athletes on the field. Oklahoma plus three. I'm also going to take the under sixty two. I. Don't think Arizona's going to have much success. I know they're good. They're going for 10 wins. They're the 14th ranked team. I don't care. It's still Oklahoma. They're going to the SEC. I think Venables is a year away from probably having a contender on his hands. So I'm taking Oklahoma plus three. It's still kind of shocking me that they're getting a field goal, but maybe I'm looking at it wrong. Who knows? It wouldn't be the first time, but give me Oklahoma plus three under 62. Joseph, you're going to Arizona. Do it. The demise. Uh, you better start making some fucking flip flops. Or the demise of Dude, your first place. You've been you've been start to finish, wire to wire. You've been number one specifically. And we this are fucking common
2: I looked at for at least forty five minutes to an hour. Okay, then and I, I I'm all ears. Three times. I'm all ears. Then and what? for every everything I saw is Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. I don't know why I couldn't get there. I still have everything written down for Arizona. I wanted to take Oklahoma. Okay, let's now start. That I'm let's start both let, of you. I want to switch.
1: Let's start from the top. Do you have who's in, who's out, written down?
2: I didn't have much on that. Just besides Dylan Gabriel and uh Oklahoma have a lot of, to replace. Uh Oklahoma will have to replace a lot of starters in this one most notably Dylan Gabriel. So, okay, I did. Well, who are they? Right. I didn't, write, the I didn't write them down there. They're
0: going to be without starting right
2: tackle Tyler Guyton,
0: starting center Andrew Rame, Rame. Um So, those are and problems.
1: That's it. Okay. So two starters on the offensive line. What about the defense?
0: Um, it doesn't really look like they're gonna
2: be missing any any um
0: key players in okay. the defense.
2: Yeah, I mean Arizona's defense is not that good. Yeah, which But Oklahoma's passing defense is not that good either. Yeah, but you gotta think And Fafita
1: it, likes to throw that song of It's a step up in class though. Understand I, Arizona's.
2: The one thing I was worried and I flip flop because of this as well, like I could I couldn't just stick to it is they're coming to the SEC next year. Yeah. What does it look like if they lose this game?
1: I mean, the SEC typically doesn't do great in bowl games because half the time they don't give a fuck. Because um, most teams are, it's you either playing for a championship or it's not a good year. But yeah, I don't know. Nah, I'll switch. You you flip into uh yeah Oklahoma. Yeah, I don't want to be by myself. I could <laughs> I could be completely wrong on this, but I I don't understand why they're getting a field goal.
0: Yeah, your only way to keep the lead is just to take all our That is true. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that is true. You never, yeah. <laughs> that is true.
1: All right. So we got a consensus there. And again, I am on the under 62. Now we go ahead. Under?
2: Yeah. Oh, I thought you said over. No,
1: under. The layer Gator Bowl, Clemson versus Kentucky. Clemson's four-point favorites. The total sits at forty-five and a half, forty-six 46 in some places. Does anybody feel good? Uh. This one sucks. Dabo Sweeney said to buy stock in Clemson.
2: I feel okay about it. What are you on? I'm on Clemson minus five and a half. F- what it's four. Oh, minus four. Even better. Well, I, last night I saw five and a half. Well, that means people disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna,
1: gonna them, so I'm gonna go under 46. Um What are your thoughts? Which way are you leaning? Um, Clemson. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sounded confident. I'll take Clemson as well. I like it. Clemson
1: minus four. And the under 46. I want to go on record that the under 46 was my first original play. So if that hits and Clemson does not cover, I didn't originally want to take Clemson. So maybe I was the smart one, but here we are. Are you taking a total? Uh, no. You wouldn't even think about the under, huh? No. No. (laughs) <laughs> All right. The Tony, the Tiger, Sun Bowl, Oregon State, Notre Dame. You've got Notre Dame six-point favorites, to total 41.5. I am going to take Oregon State. You're without um, – I mean, this is honestly one of the tougher ones. I'm also going to go under. No, I'm sorry, over. Over 41, Oregon State plus six. This is one of the toughest ones to handicap because Hartman's out. I think Estime's out. Uh, anybody that really means anything is out. You take away Hartman, you take away Estime, you t- pretty much you take away the offense. They don't have weapons on the outside that are worth a damn, and then the offense was entirely predicated on Aldrick Estime getting things going over 1,300 yards, 18 touchdowns. And then the play action would set things up for Sam Hartman, who when he played a good team obviously would throw it to that other good team and not his own players, but – the drop off from Sam Hartman to the backup can't be can't be anything good. So I'm gonna take Oregon State with a little bit of hope here. And uh let's have a low score and keep it close kind of game.
0: Yeah, I mean both teams are gonna be without a lot. This is tough, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's tough.
1: So yeah, I'm taking Oregon State as well, but I'm just I I defer towards lower scoring and the team getting points. You know?
0: Yeah.
2: What t- total did you did you have? 41. Because I have under forty two written on here. I didn't know if that was still available. I'm not sure. But I'll still take it at forty one.
1: I mean the very well may be a forty two, but you're going under?
2: Yeah, I'm going under.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean I think um Notre Dame already kinda had problems in the back end of that secondary. What's the Hufanga? He's going. Or no. 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 He looks like Ufunga. Maris Luafu, he's yeah. out. A yeah. lot of people on the back end, a lot of people on the defense, everywhere, all across the field. They're, they're going to be without. Anybody that was fucking good is going to be gone. Yeah. So,
0: they got a lot of players opting out for the draft. You
1: and, know? and there was already question marks in that secondary coming into this season for me. So you take away the starters and you go to the backups. I think they could potentially – like I would – I would – I mean, I don't fucking know. I was gonna say, This is one I would consider potentially reconsidering on the over just because – like I said, I, I was skeptical of Notre Dame's defense coming in, and I think the drop-off from the starters to the backups is going to be substantial, but then it's how much success is Oregon State going to have, I guess. Um, obviously, Martinez, it, it's similar styles, to be honest. Uh, Martinez, the a lot of the offense for Oregon State was predicated on Damian Martinez, and obviously he's going to the draft, right? Got to. Yeah. So... Yeah, a game like this with this many opt-outs, Eileen, low-scoring, team with the points. And then we just fucking just let it ride see what we can do. So, all right, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Memphis and Iowa State. Iowa State's 10-point favorites, a total give or take 57.5. I, this is another one, have nothing for this. And I would love to be led to the water because I will drink it. This is my lot. Oh. What about you? Um, I have a pick. Okay. Iowa State. Well we have to
0: Iowa State minus nine and a half points. Why is that? I don't like Memphis. Why is Iowa State laying nearly? Yeah, I don't double li- I like Iowa State as an underdog more so than like a big favorite like this, but who's out for Memphis?
2: Gotta um, be Hennigan, right? No, he's in. What the fuck is going on? Starting
0: Right guard, starting offensive tackle,
1: starting safety. This goddamn Hennigan, Hennigan kid has 3,500 yards, 28 touchdowns, nine picks. Yes, I remember betting on Memphis and he fucking sucked. <laughs> so he must be stat padding against a bunch of fucking bums. But Iowa State? Seven and five, Iowa State laying nearly double digits?
2: I'll do it. I'll lay it. Memphis in their own stadium. Who gives a shit? <laughs> That's how basketball school, Hawkeyes
0: right? travel. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> They're the Cyclones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, I started writing notes about Iowa. I'm like, fucking shit. I'm like, what? Are we sure? you sure I should take yeah, him what still? You, what the hell? He's like, yeah, Cooper I DeGene's thought... coming back.
1: <laughs> Fuck. All right. So we'll get to Joseph's lock later on. All right, now we get into the real fucking meat and potatoes of this stretch. Um, Missouri, Ohio State, I gave my play out quite a while. It moved. It came right the fuck back, so it doesn't even matter. I'm on Mizzou plus one. Um, The Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, Mizzou, Ohio State, is one-point favorites. The total set's at 49.5. I'm on Mizzou plus one. A lot of people out for Ohio State. I don't like that it came back. This is one of those where I was like, hmm, maybe fucking everybody leaves and we'll get like a Mizzou minus six and a half. But it is still Ohio State, I understand. Mm-hmm. What? Who you have that's out? What do you mean? You saw a lot of people out for Ohio State? Well, the quarterback left.
2: The fucking running backs are going to the NFL, right? Dude, I'm, I saw last night Ryan Day said he expects to have everybody. Hmm, I doubt it. That's just what I saw. That's the only reason I'm taking Ohio State in this one. What do you mean everybody? The receivers are fucking yeah, bouncing. Yeah, McCord's, McCord's uh,
1: out. Yeah. Harrison. Fleming's gone. Harrison.
2: Yeah.
0: Marvin
1: Harrison. Yeah.
2: That motherfucker ain't playing. They Dude, said they were going to give him
0: $22 million to play
1: another year. There ain't no fucking I way. something
2: that he's in Texas.
1: There is no fucking just way. Saying. Yeah, he might go to the I, fucking game.
2: I saw an article where Ryan Day is saying that he's, he expects he to have his whole team. There preparing ain't for the draft no in
1: Texas. fucking way. Where, where, Joseph, right here. Marvin Harrison Jr. Off to side as Buckeyes pra- do bowl practice. Dude, I'm just telling you what I read. I'm just saying. It's it hard my, to find accurate, b- accurate articles. Close.
2: What? Yeah, I saw Ibuka's in. Travion Henderson.
0: Dude, What are we uh, talking Ryan Williams about? Williams is opting out.
2: Yeah, what are we... Travion Henderson.
0: Cage Stover. Nothing's
1: official yet. These motherf... I'm not getting caught up in this.
0: I am betting... They're not going to play Yeah, I'm not because getting,
1: this I'm, game doesn't matter. I'm not getting caught up in this bullshit. You think Marvin
0: Harrison Jr. is going to break his fucking knee? And even if they did play, I'll bet Missouri will whoop up on
1: these boys.
2: <laughs> I can see it happening. I I'm thought Egg Buka was in the guys. portal.
1: Yeah, me too. I thought he committed somewhere, though. I could have swore he committed to, like, was it fucking Penn State? Uh, he's playing. Are you sure?
0: Yeah, it says... There's a list of players that are going to play, and he's one of them.
1: What is going on? I don't trust Ryan Day for a goddamn second. Look, you could very well be right. He might just be smoked. Yeah, so this is a Sports Illustrated article. Uh, Igbuka, Denzel Burke, headline Ohio State Buckeyes, NFL hopefuls that will play in Cotton Bowl. NFL hopefuls? What year is Igbuka? Mm. What the fuck are they talking about? That's one thing for sure. I think it's important to end off the season on the right note with a win against a really good team. I'm excited to have another chance to be on the field with my brothers, Ekbuka said. Uh, yeah, right. He'll play a fucking drive, and then he'll come limping off to the sidelines. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Um, Denzel Burke said, I'm pretty sure everybody is playing. I don't fucking buy it. I don't buy it. I'm not falling for this fucking Mickey Mouse bullshit where they go, yeah, we're all gonna fucking play, we're gonna do it for-. they don't give a shit about Ryan Day.
0: Yeah, they're just going for all the free uh shit they got. Yeah, all they the want gear. the yeah, they want the swag.
1: Yeah. They want the merch. Cotton come on,
0: bowl merch, bro. That shit's priceless. Yeah, come on.
1: They'll pass that <laughs> shit down to their grandkids. They're not there to play in this game. You think they care about Mizzou? They don't care about Ryan Day, Urban Myers. Fucking in the shadows, still calling the shots for that university. I don't give a goddamn shit what e- 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 Buka says. Was McCord playing too? <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: definitely not.
1: Give me Missouri plus one. Missouri's about to fucking roll. They're about to roll. Which? What are you taking? Missouri. And you're on Ohio State minus one and a half. Joseph's going to be in dead last when this is all said and done. Take a chance. I got to see. Let's see. Um, and yeah. it's not going to be easy. Missouri's freaking good. And they got all their But Ohio players. State's
2: defense is good, too.
1: You're going to be sitting there. I hate to say it. You're going to be sitting there. Like uh, JTT, the, the defensive end, he's fucking playing?
0: What year is he? Yeah, he's um potential opt-out to watch.
1: Yeah, these motherfuckers aren't playing. They're like the best players in the fucking country. They're going to go make millions and millions of dollars. You think they're tearing their shit against Mizzou? It's not going to happen. I'm not falling for it. I'm not falling for it. Texas State's blowing rice out of the fucking water all of a sudden. Not good. All right. Yeah, give me Mizzou. Plus one. We go to the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Ole Miss, Penn State. Penn State's three-and-a-half point favorites. The over-unders, 48-and-a-half. Which way are you going? Tough one, huh? Yeah, I, I think it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, uh, a, I have a lean. Oh, Christ. What are your thoughts? I don't know, dude. I lean Penn State with the points.
2: What do you lean? Oh Miss. <laughs> oh. Plus three and a half. Uh, it's like I said, it's, it's tough. I don't they think got
0: four. We you, you can get four for Ole Miss, three and a half for. Um, yeah, Penn State. I'm going
1: Penn State minus three and a half. I the running backs are coming back. Obviously, Aller's still there. I don't think Ole Miss's defense is good. Um, I think they're doing well in recruiting and, and maintaining players and all of that. So I think they're moving in the right direction for sure. Uh, uh, we've watched the offense go stale. Um, I'm sure Penn State's going to be without people on the defensive side of the ball. Even with that, I'll still. I'll still take Penn State. I think the matchup of Penn State's office versus Ole Miss's defense, I think Penn State will be able to put points up on the board. So I'll take the nindy Lines. Road with them from the get-go. I'll ride out with them. Which way are you going? Ah,
0: uh, frick, Dude. I don't know, man. This is like this is gonna be a one of the few games that don't mean anything that's gonna be good, you know? Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and um shoot at the over. Okay. Over forty eight and a half. Okay.
1: righty. All right, let's see. Um the Transperfect Music City Bowl. You got Auburn taking on Maryland. Auburn's laying a touchdown over under forty six and a half. I'm gonna take Auburn. I'm gonna lay it. I think I think Hugh Freeze needs a fucking blowout victory in this one. After what happened with New Mexico State and then to lose the Iron Bowl the way they did, but to be good enough to win the Iron Bowl against Alabama. I think this is going to be a tough test for coaching to rally the troops, to get them to give a fuck about the Music City Bowl. But also, in the season, in a tough season, on a good note, trounce Maryland, go on into next year with some type of positivity. Um... Is Tagavaloa playing? No. I didn't think so. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'll take Auburn. I'm gonna lay the I'm gonna lay the touchdown with Auburn. What uh, what say you? Fuck.
0: Yeah, I'll take Auburn. Uh yeah, I fucking not, I like Auburn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, we are fucking fucked with rice. Bad all right. Uh, what are you taking, Joseph? I'm on Auburn as well. Okay. So we got a consensus on yep. the War Eagle Tigers. And then we go to the Capital One Orange Bowl. The game a lot of people are going to be interested in because the two teams that really, the one team, but the two teams, if you ask some people, that got snubbed from the college football playoff. The number six ranked Georgia Bulldogs taking on the number five ranked Florida State Seminoles. Georgia, 16 and a half point favorites over under 44 and a half.
0: Georgia. Yeah. Georgia. yeah.
1: Georgia. I'm going to take Georgia minus 16 and a half as well. Uh, Verse, I know for a fact, said he's going mm-hmm. to the draft, getting ready for all of that. He's not going to play. Uh, I would be shocked if Keon Coleman played. Mm-hmm. Is, has he already said he's out?
2: It's uh, From what I've seen, it's like the, the what we just talked about. He's the
1: first-round wide receiver. That motherfucker ain't playing. Rodemaker's not playing. So it's going to be Glenn, uh, who did not look good. So Georgia's backups should be able to, even if – it, but they're a young defense, too. So they're going to have a lot of
2: people back as far as I could tell, right?
1: I didn't see a lot
2: of people out for Georgia. I yeah. mean, obviously, they they got a lot of talent. But- yeah, I think Bowers
0: is not going to play. Yeah, probably. yeah,
2: yeah. I think Georgia should roll in this one. So I'll
1: lay the 16 and a half with the Bulldogs. Um, it'd be a good story if Florida State were to pull it off and win outright and say, fuck you to the uh, committee. But I just don't see it, not with all the people that are out. All right, the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, Toledo, Wyoming. God bless them.
2: Why do they throw this in there? Yeah, I don't know. You have all these, like, good teams, and then you throw in Toledo and Wyoming. Yeah. Why? Mm, Wyoming. This Wyoming. is uh, potentially the play here. That's my, what I am Wyoming wondering.
1: minus three and a half over under 44 and a half. What are you taking?
0: Fucking should have made this my lot. <laughs> what are you going
1: <laughs> Wyoming. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. All right. They're going to curb stomp these fools. Wyoming minus three and a half. We got a consensus.
0: They're without
2: DaQuan Finn.
1: Yeah, and
0: he yes. is still their fucking. fucking he is Toledo. Oh yeah. Oh, but,
2: this is their head coach's last game too. He's yeah. retiring.
0: Yeah.
1: Who? Old man Craig Bow. Wyoming. Yeah. Oh, I thought you about to tell me it's Toledo. No, no, no. Okay. No. Thank God. <laughs> Thank no. God. Wyoming's a lock. This is
0: perfect. The guy that looks like uh, the guy from Futurama. Can I flip
1: my lock? <laughs> um. All right. We go to the Monday, New Year's Day. I like that they switched all the fucking the good games to New Year's Day, um, meaning the the playoff games. So the Relia Quest Bowl, our beloved LSU Tigers taking on Wisconsin. LSU's nine and a half point favorites. Total sits at fifty five and a half. You laying them?
0: I'm gonna take LSU first half minus six and a half. Okay.
1: I'll
0: take the In the, the same event thing. that Neighbors plays and tries
1: to break the record. That is that's a good point. That's the reason. That is a good point. I'll take the same. I'll take the same thing. Joseph, what are you taking? I'm laying him. So we believe in Nuss? Believing in Nuss. Hell yeah. You, you, taking over You too. got to. I'm you a were, fucking big Nussmeyer believer. Oh, we know. You were on this podcast scene. He's better than Daniels. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Y'all see. Y'all
0: see.
2: Y'all see when he gets his chance. <laughs> i next year. Uh, I'm on the over as well. 55 and a half. We got a good commit, right? Oh, no.
1: Well, we got a good commit, but then we got the dude from Vanderbilt. Yeah. What do you think about that? Because
0: they stink. He'll Ew. be a good backup.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Go Noss- Meyer is fucking elite.
1: I do like that they're going to at least put a little, put a little pressure on him, though. Yeah, no. I mean, Make him work. If case um, gets out, he might w- win us a game. This next game interested me quite a bit, and uh, I want to know which way y'all are going for sure. The uh, Verbo Fiesta Bowl, Liberty, Oregon. Oregon's 17-point favorite, 16-and-a-half, give or take. Over under 67-and-a-half. What do you think?
0: They say Bo Nex is playing. Shut the fuck up. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: One last ride. Well, yeah, who are we kidding? He ain't going to do shit in the NFL. <laughs> give me Oregon. I'm laying him.
2: I'm on Oregon as well.
1: <laughs> I'm laying him. I can't take Liberty.
0: I'm taking Liberty. Are oh, you? Yeah? Oregon.
2: Mm.
1: Are you? Mm. Yeah. We were on Liberty in the uh Commerce Championship. They got the job done. Yeah, no, I can't do it. I'm laying the points with Oregon. If Knicks is playing, I was already leaning Oregon as is. Liberty drastically over. Yeah, I mean, achieved. they're gonna be without
0: some players though. Yeah. Bucky Irvin opt out.
1: Yeah, it's probably a square pick, but Troy right, Franklin.
0: Yeah, potential opt out. Ted John, I mean, look at all these names. Fuck. I think this is like that, um, where UCF won that bowl, the Sugar Bowl, and tried to say uh, they—they were national champs. Liberty's going to try to claim national (laughs) champs as undefeated team, beat Oregon.
2: (laughs) Oh, that would be something. That would be something. I'm still going to (laughs) take
1: Oregon. All right, the Cheez It Citrus Bowl, Iowa, Tennessee. Again, stay with us. We are almost to the finish line. Iowa, Tennessee. The volunteers are seven and a half point favorites. The total sits at thirty-six and a half. Who's in, who's out? Which way are we leaning? Milton's playing, obviously, I would assume. He stinks. Ain't gonna do nothing in the NFL. So one last hurrah. Uh will he be able to do anything anything against the vaunted Iowa defense? Um, which way are you going? Um, I'ma take the over thirty six. I'll take the over 36 as well, because I didn't like anything in this one. Joseph, so what are you taking?
2: I'm going to take Iowa, seven and a half. Okay. Um, Any reason? The defense. Yeah. I think they'll slow Joe Milton down. I mean, yeah. I know they're not good offensively, but their defense and their special teams is pretty good. Yeah.
1: Okay. All righty. We have two games left. The biggest games by far, obviously, the college football playoff, we will start it with the Rose Bowl, number four. I'm very intrigued to see which way uh, everybody is going in this one. One of these are your lock. Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. I know it is, and it ain't Alabama and so I'm, Texas. Um, no, no, the Rose Bowl is my lock. Mmm. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Alabama, the controversial – fourth seed in the college football playoff taking on the number one ranked Michigan Wolverines Michigan one and a half point favorites total 44 and a half. I'll let you go first Joseph.
2: I am leaning Michigan but my play right now and I might add Michigan um, my play right now is the under 44 and a half. Um, these two teams are, are pretty evenly matched for me I like the defenses to shine in this one. It's two very good run defenses, but I give the slight edge to Michigan. I can see Saban having his guys fired up for this opportunity to slow down one of the best rushing attacks in the country uh, with Michigan. And will McCarthy and Milrow be able to make those plays on third down? I don't know. I don't know against these two defenses on both sides. I think we can see them get off the field early and often. So I'm going to go with the under for now.
1: Okay. Yeah. Both of these sides are going to be fired up for sure. It's a a college football playoff. So, I am going to take Michigan. I'm going to lay the points. So, I'm interested to see if you go with your fucking SEC Mm -hmm. bias. You have brainwashed. If if you're (laughs) locked Michigan, I'm adding it. Um, I think I've gone back and forth a lot because we've seen Alabama look really fucking good. But we've also seen them look really bad this year. So, I said it a while back. I said, yeah. With all that shit that Michigan was going through, you fucking, you bet Michigan to win the national championship. Um, I just think Alabama's shown a lot of chinks in the armor this year. I think Milro has left a lot to be desired with his arm. You got a lot of time to plan for containing him, keeping him in the pocket. I am going to take Michigan. I think that they, I think you got to go with what Alabama showed you with the fucking, they should have lost the Iron Bowl. They were given a game by USF. They obviously lost to Texas, which was early in the year, I understand. I don't feel strongly about it, but I'm going to take Michigan. I'm going to lay the points. Um, and we'll come back to it because it's your lock. The All-State Sugar Bowl, Texas, Washington. Texas is four-point favorites, the total 63-and-a-half, give or take. This one seemed like a no-brainer for me in the beginning. And the more I kind of dove into it, started thinking about it, the more I got a little more skeptical. So I lean Texas. I feel like most people will. What, all, what Washington was able to do in the trenches against Oregon was kind of alarming because they obviously they won by three in the first game, but they didn't just bully them in the trenches like they did in the second game. The ability to run the ball. Texas obviously has a good run defense, but they still have some question marks in the secondary, which obviously Washington doesn't want to run the ball that much. DeBoer would choose to throw it if he had to. But if they are going to potentially be able to generate some success on the ground, I think it can make things a little bit interesting. Um, But defensively, I mean, which Washington looked good against Oregon, but we've seen Washington look extremely porous uh, multiple times throughout this season. So which way are you all leaning? What are you thinking?
0: Texas. Offense, defense. I think, you know, it's impressive what they were able to do against Oregon-Washington, but um, I don't know. It just feels like those games were kind of anomalies considering the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, and that's where I kind of...
0: If they would have played like that for the whole, whole year, it would be a different story. But
1: And, and so that kind of, you'll probably disagree, but I felt similar to the reason why I took Michigan, because Alabama showed you they've looked more down from what we're used to from Alabama from years past, whereas same thing, Washington's looked like trash. not saying Alabama's looked like trash, but Washington's looked like trash in multiple games. They should have lost multiple games against subpar competition. So it is kind of are you getting hung up on one game or are you going by what they've showed you throughout the season? Obviously, single – or a one-score game against Utah, a two-point win against Oregon State, a three-point win against Washington State, games that they should could have lost both. Um, Stanford gave them a game. USC gave them a game. You've got Arizona one-score game. Tulsa, no, they blew Tulsa out of the water. But regardless, down the stretch, a lot of close games and a lot of high scoring from the opponent. So, 15-7 to seven against Arizona State. So, yeah, it, it was similar for me there where I felt like, so yeah, I'll take Texas. I'll take Texas minus four and just kind of not get too hung up on what I saw in the Pac-12 championship. Joseph, what are you taking?
2: I'm going to go with the over. Okay. Well, I definitely lean Texas, but for that exact reason you talked about, I, I, I'm going to stay away from the side. Uh, every time I've gone against Pennix in Washington, they've just completely shut me up. Uh, I feel like they were disrespected as nine-point underdogs against Oregon in championship game. They're Time and time again, they've been underdogs, and they've proven me wrong at least. So uh, Penix, Odunze, Polk, they're all really good. And But Texas on the other side has stars all over the field as well. So I think it could turn into a shootout. I'm going to add the over. I, I They yeah. just I can't take a side because I, I bet on Washington, I bet against Washington too much and they just consistently have shown me up. Yeah. I would lean Texas though. I would lean Texas because who do I think is gonna get that stop on third down, that most meaningful stop of the game. I I lean Texas on that aspect.
1: I like um I like what Texas does when they get towards the goal line, bringing in the D tackles and shit. Just adding extra wrinkles, even threw it to him. Um I think Texas can be able to put points up on the board. I don't necessarily know that they'll be able to shut Washington out by any stretch, but it does worry me. Obviously, Jonathan Brooks is out. Xavier Worthy's out. He tore his ACL, right? Worthy's definitely out, right?
0: Um, shit.
1: Let me see. I'm pretty sure. I'm like almost certain. Um Oh, no. What did I read? Did I read something different? I could have swore. Didn't he hurt his knee? He got hurt in one game, yeah. In the Big 12 championship. Okay, so it says, it says Worthy suffered an ankle injury. I thought it was a knee injury. That forced him to leave the last championship game in long playing the Big 12 earlier this month. He was talking to blah, blah, blah. He's been dealing with ankle stuff here for the past month or so. So the beauty of it is we've got plenty of time now to get him healthy. Okay, disregard. I guess Worthy's playing, so I'll, I'll take it even more. I don't know why. I could have swore on everything that I saw that I saw Worthy was done.
2: Yeah, so, I don't know. I, I didn't see that when I was looking at it. Okay, yeah. So I'll take Texas in the over.
1: the The combo of Worthy and because even then I was still like they they got Mitchell, so they still have a and guy. Sanders. Yeah, and, and so okay. Yeah, I'll take Texas. I'll take the over. What Jonathan are, what Brooks you, is out, right? Yeah, yeah. He okay. he tore yeah. ACL. Hundred percent. Um, you're taking Texas. Okay, you're not touching this total. Uh no. Okay. Um. Alrighty, so all we have left is locks, correct? Yep. All right, let's see. I'll let you go first. Um, I already already fucking know it. I already know it. (laughs) I'll let you go first. Um, You can tell us how wrong we are. All right, most important bets of the week. It's a
2: lock, Kramer. You've had this thing under control for almost three years now. But it's a lock.
1: They need that fucking juice, they need that next bet They need, come on, come on When they win, they go fucking crazy You're a bad motherfucker Go in that shower, grab your fucking nuts
0: And tell the world somebody's sniffing my fucking nuts All right, um, Alabama-Michigan. Michigan's two-point favorites. The over-under is 44-and-a-half. Michigan's the better team on paper, but Alabama has some, some momentum with the big win against Georgia, and the defense play well. Will Milrow be able to make plays with his legs? Survey says yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but Michigan should be able to establish own, although Alabama has a 29th-ranked rush defense there Only stuffing 14% of opponents' runs. Auburn was able to run the ball against Alabama 42 times, 244 yards, 5.8 yards per carry. Auburn's running backs had a lot of success. Michigan's running backs should as well. You have some good defenses on paper. Michigan with the number 4th ranked in yards per play. And Alabama's number 17th ranked in yards per play. But you have two top 20 Third down offense is here. I think this number has dipped too low. I'm taking the over 44 and a half. As your lock of the week. Yep.
1: And? And nothing else. No. Mm. No. You're going over. What is the number? 44 and a half. Out of respect, I'll add it. Joseph's on the under. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, it's not my lock, though, so. All right, for my lock of the week, let me go back fucking 18 pages to get to it. My lock of the week is not a lock at all. Uh, haven't had one in God knows how long. I, could, I don't even remember the last one I had that hit. But my lock of the week is going to be West Virginia minus 6.5. I'm going to lay the points with, uh, with the, uh, the Mountaineers, whatever they are. Kind of same as the game before that, that we that we handicapped Virginia Tech and Tulane. It's just too much production loss for North Carolina. Obviously, Drake May's gone. Leading receiver, Tez Walker's gone. It'd be a quality win for West Virginia, even with the people that are out. They will be the more motivated team, in my opinion. I think West Virginia is going to be, they're going to have an edge in the trenches, offensive and defensive line, specifically on the offensive line, though. Uh, the mobili- mobility of the quarterback can make things a little difficult for them. I'm going to lay the points with West Virginia minus six and a half. They're favored this much for a reason. The drop off from May to the backup is too much uh, too much for me to like North Carolina in this one. So my lock of the week, which is not that at all, is West Virginia minus six
2: and a half. Joseph, take it away. Um, just to clarify, I accidentally said Ohio State minus one and a half. I'm going minus one, obviously. Okay. Okay. Um, for My lock of the week, I am going to go Memphis and Iowa State over 57 and a half. I like Memphis's high-powered offense led by quarterback Seth Hennigan to put up points against a pretty good Iowa State defense, but like I said, I know you don't care, Nick, but they're at home. I like it. Um, Iowa State has a pretty balanced attack on offense led by Rocco Beck, who we saw p- play very efficient in their last game, which was a 42-35 to win against Kansas State. Uh, I didn't write it down, but I think he went like 8-for-12 with 250 yards and three touchdowns. He played very well. I like that to keep going in this one against uh, Memphis's weaker defense, so I'm gonna take the over fifty-seven and a half. Okay. All righty. Wait. So what did you say? He's on the under. Yeah.
1: You gave that out. Am I on the oh, under yeah. too? No, when, no. What no. did I? I took the fucking Texas total. Yeah. Wait, yeah. did I fucking just do a flip flop? No, you took Michigan. Yeah. No, I know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what I took. I'm just fucking guessing out <laughs> here. Um. All right. That is our best bets of the week for the final stretch of bowl season and college football other than the national championship, which we would obviously – we will be back in the studio for. Um, But to recap, we'll go through it. Start it off again. The Rice-Texas State and Kansas game will roll over to next week's record. Um, So Virginia Tech minus 10.5. My lock of the week, Dukes-Mayo Bowl, West Virginia minus 6.5. The Holiday Bowl, USC plus seven. The Texas Bowl, Oklahoma State minus two. The Wasabi Fenway Bowl, give me the under 48. Let's hope for a lot of rain and sloppy field conditions. The Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl, under 48.5, Rutgers, Miami. NC State, Kansas State, we're going to take the under 48. The Alamo Bowl, Oklahoma, Arizona, side and total. We're going Oklahoma plus three, under 62. The Gator Bowl, Clemson and Kentucky. We're going Clemson minus four and under 46. The Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, Oregon State, Notre Dame. So many players they're out. Nobody fucking knows. We're all just guessing. Oregon State plus six and a half over 41. The Liberty Bowl, give me Iowa State minus nine and a half. The Cotton Bowl, Mizzou, plus one. The Peach Bowl, Penn State, minus three and a half. The Music City Bowl, Auburn, minus seven. The Orange Bowl, Georgia Bulldogs, minus 16.5. The Arizona Bowl, Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, Wyoming, minus 3.5. The Relia Quest Bowl, LSU first half, minus 6.5. The Verbo Fiesta Bowl, Liberty, Oregon. Oregon, minus 16.5. The cheese at Citrus Bowl, Iowa, Tennessee, over 36. The Rose Bowl, give me Michigan, minus 1.5. in the over, 44.5. And, and the Sugar Bowl, Texas, minus 4 and over, 63.5. I'm not even kidding. I will have to ask the bookie for more money to bet with because this is a fucking lot of games. So, go ahead. Virginia
0: Tech, minus 10.5. West Virginia, minus 6.5. USC, plus 7. Oklahoma State, minus 2. Boston College, plus 10. Rutgers, minus 1. Kansas State, minus 2.5. Oklahoma, plus 3. Clemson, minus 4. Oregon State, plus 6.5. Iowa State, minus 9.5. Missouri, plus 1. Ole Miss, Penn State, over 48.5. Auburn, minus 7. Georgia minus 16.5. Wyoming minus 3.5. LSU minus 6.5 first half. Liberty plus 17. Iowa, Tennessee over 36.5. Alabama, Michigan over 44.5 for the lock of the week. And Texas minus 4.
2: I'm going Virginia Tech minus 10.5. West Virginia minus 6.5. I'm going under 58.5, Louisville, USC. I'm also taking USC plus 7. Uh, Texas A&M, Oklahoma State, I'm taking the over 52.5. Uh, SMU and Boston College, I'm going to take the under 48. Rutgers, Miami, I'm taking the under 40.5. NC State, Kansas State, I'm taking NC State plus 2.5. I'm going to go ahead and take Oklahoma plus 3. Clemson, minus 4. Oregon State, Notre Dame, under 41. And for lock of the Week, Memphis, Iowa State, over 57.5. I'm taking Ohio State, minus 1. Ole Miss, plus 4. Auburn, minus 7. Georgia, minus 16.5. Wyoming, minus 3.5. LSU, minus 9.5 and, and over 55.5. Oregon, minus 16.5. Iowa, plus 7.5. Alabama and Michigan under 44.5, and and Texas and Washington over 62.5.
1: There you go. That is our best bets for what is going to be the biggest week by far that we've had of the season. Um, God help us all, because under normal circumstances, we wouldn't do it, but everybody wants action. You're going to be sitting there with family, family, bored out of your fucking mind and there's going to be some bullshit cheese it bowl on and you're going to be like god damn it I don't know who to bet I'll bet anybody and then you come to us and we're fucking just throwing shit at the wall and hoping and if it hits we're going to look like we fucking knew what we were talking about a um, lot of games a lot of potential a lot of money being risked I'm going to risk my fucking ass this week but we're going to hope for the best now we turn our attention to a recap of the NFL which was a very good week Uh, f- so i added two plays if you're not following us on any of the social media sites i post it everywhere if i have an ad i will post it there for you to you to see i had two i went to a no saints and rams over 46 uh got a little dicey there at the end Derek Carr is good at putting points on the board when it doesn't fucking matter though so we cashed the over there bangles minus one and a half jake browning got me i got fucking catfished by jake browning he stinks Seahawks minus two and a half. Took a little late magic, but they got the job done. My lock of the week. Can't hit one. Never heard of it. Colts plus one. uh, A loser there. Bad pick. Eagles first half minus six and a half. It was Nick's lock. I added it. Uh, It was a good ad by me. Good pick by him. Um, It was 20 to three at halftime, I think. Buccaneers plus one and a half was my ad. They Blew the shit out of the Jaguars. And then my second ad was the Cowboys Dolphins under 48 and a half. No sweat. Never was in doubt. Five and two on the week brings me to 43, 41, eight and eight in my locks of the week. I said we would get out of the gutter in the NFL. It's typically where I thrive uh, in comparison between NFL and college football. I normally do better in professional football. We're trending in the right direction. We're going to keep it going this week. Although I do hate the board, but you had three plays, your usual three. You went two and one. Yeah. I bet the saints. Big mistake. <laughs> Whoops.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we only rushed it for thirty thirty something yards. So I mean, you can't expect Car to be Peyton Manning. Yeah. Well, because we know. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, but can't blame it all on Car though. Uh, the offensive line's
1: pitiful. Uh, that interception he had was fucking horrific. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, fighting for your life back there. Yeah, now you're a fucking car sympathizer, huh? Because you, ke- you started him in your <laughs> fucking fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we keep him. Uh, so, yeah, we, you were also on the Eagles with me, and then you, I was on the Eagles first half, or Seahawks, sorry, and then I was on the Eagles first half minus six and a half with you. Two and one, you hit your lock 33, 24 and one, leading the way by a wide margin, 10 and six in your locks of the week. Joseph, how did you do?
2: Uh, went three and two. Uh, it's a good week for me. Uh, I was on the right side of that game we just talked about. I was on the Rams minus four. Um, a good read with the Bears minus four and a half at home. Uh, wish I was with you on that under, but unfortunately, I took the over Cowboys Dolphins. Uh, and for my lock, unfortunately, hurts through that pick six. I took the whole game, but I'm glad that I added your first half play as well. Uh, minus six and a half in the Eagles game, so that brought me to three and two on the week. Overall, that takes me to twenty-eight and thirty-eight, five and eleven in my locks.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, the interception, the pick six, was unfortunate because the tight end slipped, and yeah. then odor Jackson nearly dropped it too. Yeah. Um. All right, we look ahead to tonight. Oh. No, I'm sorry, this week what?
2: And then they ran into each other on the kickoff.
1: Yeah, and then, yeah, uh, Zac- Zacchaeus or whatever ran uh-huh. into Boston's kind yeah. of fucking fumbled. <laughs> Idiot. Um, Not tonight. We look ahead to Thursday night. Jets and Browns. Mm. What a fucking matchup. So, yeah, we we were talking about it. I didn't post it. In our Futures episode, we gave out the Browns over nine and a half. Yeah, over nine. Nine. It cashed. They won yeah. 10 games. Um, At least you did. I don't know if I did. I, I Like I said, I had to go back and double check. I never did. Did I definitely? Mm, I don't know. Because I'm not exactly a Deshaun Watson guy, but you told me I did, so I was like, sweet. I think you did. We'll have to see. Uh, Anyway, Browns are at 10 wins by the grace of the good Lord above, apparently, because they've got Joe Flacco back there. They didn't even update his photo. He's still wearing green. Um, Browns are seven-point favorites on a Thursday night game against the Jets. Total is (laughs) 35.5. Which way are you going? I don't know, dude. I lean the points. I'm going over.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Is Zach Wilson
1: still throwing the football back there?
2: Trevor Simeon. <laughs> Is Jesus
0: Wilson going to come back from the concussion? The Browns are 7-1 and one at home.
2: I'm going under.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's not a surprise.
2: <laughs> I love Jets unders.
1: You love primetime unders, too. Mm-hmm. I told you, though, Thursday night, it's now primetime
2: overs. Yeah, I hear you. And it has been. Jets For, Unders, I'm three and one in this year.
1: I bet you the prime I bet you the Thursday night over is hit like 80% of the time. It hit last week. I know I've been on multiple of them on Thursday. Um, I'll fuck. I'll take you're going what? Over, over
0: 35 and a half.
1: Oh man. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't I don't feel good either way. Again, we always bet the Thursday game no matter what. Um I'll take the Browns with the points. Apparently, give Flacco credit, he knows to throw Amari Cooper the fucking football. And he's been doing very well. So, I'll lay the points here. Uh, maybe we can get a defensive score. Maybe Miles Garrett can uh
0: Scoop and score? Yeah,
1: exactly. You know the drill. Um, okay, does anybody have a Saturday play?
0: Mm-mm. No.
1: Interesting matchup. The yeah. Lions have got to get their shit together. Yeah. They, I, I know they won, but they played a close game with Minnesota. There was a pick six that got called back in that game. The Cowboys have got to get their shit together. Much better team at home than on the road. 7-0 and at home. Cowboys are six-point favorites. I am going to stay away. But I don't know. That one's interesting. I would lean over. It's a lot of points, though. I, I I struggled to find much of what I liked this week. Um, But with that being said, I'll bet the Buccaneers minus three. Okay. They're not going to fucking get me. I'm not falling for the trap.
2: Minus three?
1: Yeah. Oh. What? Minus two and a half. Is there a two and a half available? I haven't seen a two and a half.
2: I saw I saw one. I'm on it as well.
1: I'll do two and a half then. All right. Um what's your first one for Sunday? How many total do you have? Um three. Okay. I'll probably be right around that.
0: I'm um, taking the Ravens, minus three and a half. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anything? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Good win by the Dolphins and everything, but I like the Ravens. They're kind of rolling hot. What they did to San Francisco. Pretty damn impressive. A <laughs> lot of
1: those interceptions from Purdy were unfortunate. Like yeah. Tip balls. So people were kind of piling on them a little bit. Yeah. Um, wasn't as bad as it necessarily looked, but let's talk about my Ravens 10 1 Super Bowl ticket. It's like plus 350 now. Nothing. Who's the closest? San Francisco's the favorite still.
2: Oh, they still are.
1: Uh huh. Wow. Yeah, I mean, wow.
2: They, After that game, dude.
1: Yeah, but that's what I—that's what I'm saying. Don't put. You can't put too much. A lot of that was tip balls. unfort on The one to Kyle Hamilton over the middle was bad. I mean, if he doesn't throw that, they're going in to score there. And then a lot of that was kind of unfortunate bounces. Yeah, so. and
0: then the Debo—he throwing it to Debo. Thank God that guy was there to pick that off because if not i would be sleeping in the fucking shed (laughs) um yeah i like you can't get but they were they were driving there and about to score and then he throws a pick in the end zone
1: this game could have been a lot different yeah in in, and that's what happens whenever you get like a top tier matchup between teams like this i think um even the score doesn't always indicate how close the game potentially was. I mean, there I was mean, what Lamar there, looked good. Yeah, of course he looked good. But, he looked really good. But the four interceptions by Purdy, at least two of them were
2: mm-hmm.
1: off the hand. One was off the hands of a receiver. One was tipped. Yeah. The Kyle Hamilton the second Kyle Hamilton interception, he like fell to the ground. He just and then it's like right there to be caught. Um,
2: yeah, unfortunate. But I'm more impressed with how good he looked against the 49ers defense. I mean, that was an impressive showing.
1: Yeah,
2: 49ers' defense is very good.
1: Yeah, I mean, Purdy had more yards. It's not like he was, like, really torching them, per se. but no, but
2: he was able to do it with his legs as well. I think he had, what, like 50 rushing yards or something? Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, he played well, for sure. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if I don't – like, going into that game, the the Ravens were 5-1 to one mm-hmm. to win the Super Bowl. Uh, San Francisco was plus 250. That one game doesn't just completely flip it on its head for me because and they're three
2: to one now. You said,
1: yeah, no, like plus three fifty, four to
2: one in that and range. San Fran is still the same.
1: Mm, they might be like three to one. Okay, last I saw, unless it switched, but yeah. Um, I mean, it, like if they play again, it's not like Baltimore's going to be favored by anything crazy. Yeah, it, it, if they were on a neutral site, they're probably not favored at all. Right. What would you put the line neutral site? I understand you 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 lean San Francisco, obviously. So.
0: Yeah, um, three points on a neutral.
1: Yeah, mm.
0: I mean it was six, six and a half. Yeah, yeah, last night or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, I would say about three points when they play inevitably in a Super Bowl.
1: So I'd take it. I would love that. Um, I am going to. Speaking of the 49ers, I'm going to lay the points with the 49ers this week. Okay. I think we see them kind of get back on track here uh, in a necessary... Who's that? Um, Washington? Yeah, they're playing the okay, Commanders. Okay, I'm going to add that. Commanders are 1-5 and five at home. Niners are 6-2 and two on the road. Obviously, with the loss, um, the Niners are... It put, it's going to put a little fire under them to, to go ahead and, and fucking not play any games here and still you want the number one seed. So... Um, Let's see, because what is the Eagles' record? Eleven and four. So now they're both eleven and four. They played head to head, and the Niners won, right? Yeah, yeah. Or am I tripping? Niners stomped them. And then Killed the Niners them. also have the head to head with the Cowboys yeah, as well. Stomped the Cowboys. Yeah. So, um.
0: Yeah, and that's something I didn't even mention. I'm pretty sure this game's for could potentially be for first place in the AFC, right? To lock it. Yes. Have a, yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, because because a couple weeks back ones. Jacksonville was eight and three, and like mm-hmm. they were in the mix, they were right there with them. And then so yeah, Ravens beat Jacksonville. Um, yeah, I think that this would seal it for them. Yeah, because yeah, Dolphins are eleven and four, so they go eleven and five, 13 and three for the Ravens if they win. So let's see, I have just my lock left.
2: Okay, me too. Same. Okay.
1: All right. Most porn bets of the week.
2: It's a lock, Kramer. You've had this thing under control for almost three years
1: now, but it's a lock. They need that fucking juice. They need that next bet. They need. Come on, come on. When they win, they go fucking crazy. You're a bad motherfucker. All right, my luck. The Ravens minus three and a half at home, taking on the the Dolphins. They can uh, they can seal everything they need to seal. Lamar did look great. Dolphins defense, I don't believe in it. I think Xavier Howard can't get picked on. Um, but that defense is the real fucking deal for the Ravens. I, don't, I didn't just hype that up with what I said about the Niners because I'm on the Ravens as my lock. I do think that the Niners are the real deal, and you do take those games with a grain of salt. But I don't believe in the Dolphins. I haven't for quite some time. I think they'll be able to scheme up a defense that will be able to contain Tyree Kill and make life a lot more difficult for Tua. So Ravens minus 3.5. Let's go ahead, lock it up, secure it. I got them 10-1. to one. They're my lock of the week. Okay, Bengals Chiefs.
0: I'm laying 7 with the Chiefs. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Here they come.
2: <laughs> 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 the
0: fucking scoring train's coming, buddy. Oh, Christ. Uh Bengals 32nd in the league in, in yards allowed. So Chiefs defense looked good last week. Unfortunately, Mahomes gave up touchdowns on back-to-back plays to the Ra-
1: Raiders' defense. Um, yeah, this is it. This is the Chiefs' time to shine. So one might say... You should hammer the fuck out of the under in this game. Yeah, (laughs) because if the under hits, you probably ain't winning.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna put all my chips in one basket.
1: (laughs) All right, Joseph. What is your lock of the week? Ravens minus three. There you go. There you go. Consensus on the Baltimore Ravens. Um,
2: Now y'all said three and a half. I could have sworn I saw three. Oh, I'd be yeah. It's
1: three and a half now.
2: Okay. I thought I saw four. Okay.
1: Three and a
0: half. Is available.
1: Okay.
2: I'll do three and a half. Okay. Um well, obviously I have
1: to. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, obviously I love the Super Bowl. We always do a Super Bowl party. We bet the shit out of the props and all of that. But I've managed to find myself in a hedge situation quite a few years. Yeah. And I have one potentially showing itself here. I and mean, it's not a crazy like the Bengals year is twenty to one. Maybe even more. This year, obviously, Ravens, like, like I said, 10 to 1 odds. Um, but still, we'll see what we can do. Um, I can already cash out my ticket for double what mm-hmm. I put in. So, um, All right, to recap Thursday, I'm taking the Browns minus seven. I will take the Buccaneers minus two and a half, the 49ers minus 13 and a half, and the Ravens as my lock of the week minus three and a half.
0: Okay, I'm taking the over, 35 and a half. Joseph's not going to get me again on Thursday night. Um, Ravens minus three and a half and the chiefs minus seven for my lock of the week.
1: Okay.
2: Yep. Like you said, I'm going under 35 and a half Thursday night. I'm also taking the bucks minus two and a half um, as well as the 49ers minus 13 and a half. And then for my lock, the consensus between all of us, Ravens minus three and a half.
1: All right, there you go. That is our best bets of the week for college football, the final week of bowl season. And then NFL week 16 is it 17? 17. 17. Yeah. Um it's been a grind. This is we got we got to close it out strong the home stretch. Um we'll see what we can do a lot of plays this week. Be smart but don't be a bitch. You got to have to risk it. I'm risking everything I fucking have this week. Um that's really all I got. You got anything to say before we go? Good luck. Good luck. Happy holidays. Episode 177 is in the books. Uh, hit subscribe everywhere. We'd appreciate it if we help you win a bet. All you got to do to repay us, hit the subscribe button and tell a friend about the show. Let's make some money this week. Y'all have a good one. who that? The house always wins.
0: You play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big and then you take the house. practicing this but a little bit did I rush it felt like I rushed it was good I liked it